0: Hey, and welcome to the Expansive Podcast. My name is Eric Kruger. This is the 3rd of May. Uh, we are now having gone from level 5 lockdown to level 4 lockdown, which means that I've been able to take Axel to the park, and he's been freaking out when he gets to the park. He's been loving it. Uh, and on the other side, I have uh, my ever-elegant and ever-shirtless co-host... <laughs>
1: Sean (laughs) Silent. Yeah. Well, the video only shows you that I'm shirtless, Eric. You don't know if I'm naked or not, but. Hello, everybody. This is uh, John here from Mahubas Kloof up in the mountains. We are in a beautiful winter day here. So uh, I am wearing pants, uh, just having my shirt off here, sitting in the sun, uh, speaking to Eric, uh, shooting the breeze about our week. And we just decided to jump onto a podcast and talk about what we're learning and what we're doing and what we're sharing and what we're seeing on social media that's happening around us because there seems to be a lot of emotions up in the air right Mm -hmm. now. Some people really are freaking out because of lockdown and they're went from loving the government to hating the government within 24 hours because some little rule didn't fit their little world. So yes, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot moving and uh, we're happy for you to join us.
0: So Eric? So um, yeah, I mean, let's jump in straight away. Like what has your week been, uh, but not from a work point of view, from, let's talk from an emotional point of view. Like how's things been going for you because uh, you're still on the farm? Yeah. Yeah. Where's your Uh, your mind at?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two things. One, uh, the meme that really stood out for me the most was I miss all my friends, but I don't want to talk to any of them. And so that's (laughs) You've
0: been very quiet. I I was gonna say. I I didn't want to bring it up, but you've been very (laughs) quiet. I have been.
1: (laughs) I haven't reached out to anybody and in fact maybe even like trying to uh, avoid everybody. Don't for no for no particular reason. I don't know why. It's just like I've just just i guess you know what it is you know i've done a couple silent meditation retreats and what happens the first few days is you crave interaction Mm. and then by the time you get to your fourth or fifth day you're so happy not to be interacting it's the weirdest Mm. thing you're like you don't want to interact and i think what happened initially if you remember there was a flurry of communication between everybody i mean you and i were talking twice a day yes and then all of a sudden. so it's almost like as a collective, maybe not as a collective, maybe just me. But just I'm enjoying, not engaging, and that's mm-hmm. weird because it's just the part of my life is so much about engaging. And I, I think the second, if,
0: yeah, yeah. Sorry, before you go into the next one, I also wonder mm. if it isn't that uh, for many of us we've now started moving on to doing work again. You know, where mm. initially there was this big shell shock, everything went into a freeze, and so mm. we spent a lot of time creating content, talking about mm. like different ideas. And now we're both in a space again where we're doing quite a bit of work with clients again. We are, you know, so you you're busy externally again with other things. Do you think that's part of it?
1: Yes, I think that's I yeah. think that's definitely part of it. I mean, yeah. look, I've had a very busy week work
0: wise. Yeah. It's just
1: the uh, emotional side of it. It's weird because that side of it, I just want to be myself. Still there. I don't know. It's still there, yeah. yeah,
0: okay, got it. Cool.
1: And the second thing is, look, I'm I've I really rethought about my intimate life. I've I've had so much time to think about the fact that. actually would love to be in a relationship, which is, I have never really thought that I've been so busy traveling the world and trying to do this and add that and put this and I've just never had time to actually focus in on my intimate space and just really just actually thinking about the fact that it'd be nice to have a partner in life and actually mm. do the next stage of my life with a partner. And that's that's kind of been weird because it's not something that I've really chased really in my life. You know what I mean? Mm. And for the very first time, like I'm, I'm turning 45 next week or uh, next month. And uh, I'm like, okay, maybe it's time, you know, maybe it's time to take the next step. So that's kind of yeah. what's going on for me.
0: Uh,
1: what's going on for you
0: emotionally? Uh, how, how do you see that mm. Um playing out with all the traveling i mean obviously not now but you know we're gonna get back to a point where we traveling the world speaking yeah how do you see that sort of marrying the two
1: (laughs) yeah look i think two things one i would like my partner to also be in a in a um nomadic energetic space you know what i mean so she doesn't have to be traveling with me but Uh, To be okay with travel as in that's the first bit, you know, Mm. and somebody who loves to travel. So, but I also think it's important to be okay with not having the traditional have to be with each other 24 seven type of environment as well, because Mm. that just doesn't suit me. So what I've done actually is I've now reached out to people in Switzerland and I want to go live in Switzerland for six months in a log cabin somewhere there next summer. Uh, so between Dubai and Switzerland is to live that sort of life from, from that point of view and to have my partner come with me. And we've got mm. dogs, which will definitely have many dogs that can come with us. You know <laughs> what I mean? So there's nice to have a base um mm. to have something to come home to and i think that's the key for me which i never had the time to even miss because now i'm living with my parents and all of a sudden there's a home there's cooking mm. there's discussions around a meal which i just haven't had for the longest time so it's mm. just given me a lot of time to reflect on that so and and look you can kind of design your life anywhere you want so that is my sort of mission right now not mission just like fun project to design that aspect of my life
0: mm. Yeah, sure. Dude, yeah, that sounds amazing. And, and, you know, it's been really interesting how this time has allowed us to kind of rethink who we want to be moving forward. Yeah. Um, And create a lot of clarity around what do we want? And it's been, it's been a tough one for me to be honest, because there's been moments where I've, I've been super clear, but you know how also how my head works. But, like, there's been moments where I've been super clear on what I want, and then the next week I'm like, oh, actually, that's not really what I want. This is what I right. want. Yeah. And and it just keeps iterating like that, whereas perhaps now for the first time, for the first time, um, <laughs> it feels like there's almost a bit of uh, – a pause like there isn't there isn't the erratic jumping between things Mm. it's just becoming Mm. clearer and clearer and clearer and there's a bit of stripping away of some of the other things that might be part of the vision but Mm. it feels like it's just becoming like this spearhead and that feels really good uh but well isn't that isn't
1: that indicative of what we were talking about as we started this was the fact that uh And I made this post yesterday on social media. I said, no matter how much we kidded ourselves, time, we were always slaves to time and a schedule and where we had to be. And all of a sudden, Mm. there's no schedule. You don't have to be anywhere. And for Mm. weeks now. And so all of a sudden, time starts morphing and you you have a different relationship with time. And so in that space, we start getting this clarity Mm. and you can't, you can't fast track clarity. And think Mm. about the last holiday you had. It was two weeks long. Or maybe three weeks long. And then you had to be back somewhere. There's no end here. There's no end in sight. So the the, the ability to find clarity, you f- it's forced upon you. And that's what mm. the genius of the space is, you know. It's mm. forced upon you. Yeah, I'm mm. glad Axel agrees with me.
0: Yeah, you know, I always talk. To <laughs> 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 normally, normally when he goes to the park, he comes back and he's just like man down. Yeah. over you know, the past few weeks, you know, because he hasn't yeah. been running, his fitness levels have dropped significantly.
1: Okay. <laughs> but yeah. geez,
0: like it just hasn't. Uh, day one, day two, came back from the park, man down. Today, yeah. day three, like full power. Like he's fully recovered. He's back he's like,
1: up, back like, up. Yeah. <laughs> I, always, I always laugh at dogs. They're the, the worst energy managers in the world. Yeah. They just don't, <laughs> they don't have any energy management, you know. They rev themselves at 12,000 and then drop to sleep,
0: you know. So...
1: Anyway, what else has what been going on for you emotionally before we get on to the sort of work stuff?
0: Um, you know, so I mean, I've been, I've been trying to be more intentional with actually paying attention to emotion. I think that's a big thing mm. in mm. that. So I've been doing this. You know, what I've noticed is I start my day off every day in the same way. I always wake up at around 5.30ish. Mm. Um, I'll grab a coffee. I'll get to my study i'll do meditation for anything between 30 to 45 minutes depending on how i feel Mm. for the day Mm. then i'll I'll sort of plan for the day and then i'll get stuck in and when i do that when i go through that my state's always really good like it's almost impossible Mm. for me to come out of a meditation and Mm. not be in a really good state of mind Mm. so i I can almost be guaranteed that for the morning i'm in a good state Mm. but what i've been more unconscious of is how am i feeling in the afternoon. Mm. And so I've been doing this small check- in every afternoon, just like how you feeling mm. and I've been surprised that you know i I, I kind of think of myself as someone who's quite self aware, but mm. I've been really surprised to note how often I've actually been irritated or frustrated mm. yeah. or like almost a bit angry and like or 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 what's what I'm looking for like overwhelmed, you know because mm. like like what next mm. and just by checking in with yourself and having that mm. quick moment. It actually just realigns you again, and you can actually just you can breathe through it, you know. Wow. Okay. So I think the, the, that's, the, been, that's yeah. been happening for me.
1: I think it's called being a grumpy old man, Eric. That's what happens, you know. I think that's what you well,
0: call. I'm turning thirty six <laughs> next week. so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, um, I, I I love what you're saying because I was on a run. I was on a run the other day, and I was thinking to myself, you know, from from five to eleven a.m. in the morning, I am a professional elite athlete when it comes to my diet at lunchtime i become a athlete and in the afternoon i become an amateur runner and in the evening i have an eating disorder which is the weirdest thing. <laughs> it's like, what happened to that guy I woke up with? He was like so astute and so focused. And then by the time you get to like nine o'clock and you're watching TikTok and now all of a sudden the chocolate comes out and you're like, what happened to that super elite athlete? But I guess, you know, that's relatable to both our emotions, uh, everything. I mean, like the way you eat is based on where your emotions mm. are out, right? So mm. I think ultimately what I've also started to realize is how much we want to control our addiction mm. to certainty. And I think that's the frustration. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're we addicted to certainty. It's like, mm. you know, I was reading somewhere the other day, it said uh, predictions of fiction. Stop predicting because mm. we don't know. And the more you want it to be guaranteed, the more frustrated you're going to be. Mm. And it's almost as if you have to really practice release. And that was a word that came to me in the run the other day. It's like, just release, just release any angst, release any expectation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's ultimately the teacher that we're having right now is this release of knowing what's going to happen, when it's going to end, how we're going to do. What, like, think about it, dude. It's like, what Where are we at? I don't know, May? And you would be thinking, okay, I have a holiday in June somewhere. Or I'm going for a weekend away here with my girl. I'm like, like there's no plans like you have zero plans for the next while somebody said to me from dubai when are you coming back i'm like i don't know like i, I don't know when the airports are going to open again i don't know if i have to be in quarantine when i come back i don't know like, i have no idea and so every time i sit I, I i get up from the couch at my mom and dad's house because i live in a, a cottage next door or down down the down the way from the main house i always laugh with them and i say so what are we doing tomorrow like, <laughs> exactly the same as we did today there's like no difference we might be going to Woolworths. like that'd be like a huge outing but uh, that becomes like the biggest thing we can do so Listen, you know yeah. it's pretty interesting
0: is i've been mm. having um like quite a few conversations with individuals like coaching conversations yeah. and almost everyone coming into this had their routine completely exploded which makes sense, you know. Of course. Like, apart from the coronavirus and like the the frustration, anxiety, and everything that comes with that, mm. I think also the habits that we have at home are stronger than the habits that we have at work when you bring them into the home environment. Explain
1: that. Wow, that sounds interesting. Explain that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so, you know that thing that, that says um, y- you create your environment, and your environment creates you.
1: Creates you. Yes, it's a symbiotic yeah. relationship. Yes, yes.
0: yes. So I think what we've done is at home, we have this environment that supports recreation and relaxation and all that. Uh-huh, then uh-huh. you bring your work habits home and wow. which, which wins. I think right. your, your home habits because that's the environment that also reinforces it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so all of a sudden, wow. everyone's routines have been exploded and mm. they, they go to bed later. They wake up later. They don't have the motivation mm. that they often need. Mm. And there's, there's two things that I've been thinking about in this regard. Number one, I think if you can be an elite athlete for six hours out of your day or five hours out of your day, even if it's a small portion in the beginning of the day. Is that good enough? Tell me it's good way enough. More yeah, I think yes, be way more effective. Yes, yes, yes. Good. You're going to be a, like – because we need to rethink high performance because high performance doesn't mean that you are on elite 24-7, level yes. Yeah. Yes. So even us thinking that that is how it's supposed ah. to be is still – Old school. So we need to read. Uh, the- hold
1: on, I'm just going to get a chocolate quickly. Hold on a second. <laughs> just yeah,
0: yeah. It's past yeah. 11. You're allowed hop, hop <laughs> you do- it's, it's half
1: past 12 right now when we're recording this. I'm allowed. I'm allowed. Yeah. I um, think other then, people have a relationship like this with alcohol. Mine's chocolate. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> carry on, carry on. Uh,
0: the second thing is that I've been saying don't worry about having a big routine, but focus on having a, a starter routine. And a finisher routine. So, like, what do you do mm. that starts your day off well? Mm. Worry about that only, and worry about what can you can do perhaps that switches you between. I've been at work, to now I'm relaxing again. Mm. Wow! You That's know, great. I think in between you can kind of just take it as yeah. it comes. But having those two yes. key anchor
1: points, yes, 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 yes. I like that. Yeah, it's like, almost like cocoons you. Mm. it cocoons you yeah I love that mm. I love to, also it gives yourself freedom to be okay. look how weird we were saying control like yeah. you know it's always about control we like we have to control ourselves control the future control control mm. and I think what's this I mean I look I mean we didn't even plan this but I think the lesson out of Corona is release bro I mean it's yes. enough stop trying to control every aspect of everything it's like um, somebody put on Instagram the other day it said uh, uh uh Corona wasn't on my vision board where did it come from it's like, yes. And I, it just wasn't there. I'm like, what? <laughs> How did this arrive? <laughs> um, so one of, one of the, one of the work stories I wanted to share, which I actually haven't told you even offline is, um, I had a very big, uh, convention center, uh, call me. And, uh, I've got a good relationship with them and they're one of the best convention centers in South Africa. And, uh, he said to me, look, we want you to jump online and maybe do something with us to talk about how the importance of um, conferencing. Because look, it's mm-hmm. your staple, it's our staple, it's everybody's staple. So we want to get, and he named me a few other sort of uh, well-known South Africans that he wanted to get on the sort of, I don't know, interview or video chat or whatever. <clears throat> so I said to him, I said, no. He's like, what do you mean no? I said, because <laughs> your question's wrong. He's like, no, I sell space. I said, no, you don't. You sell conferencing. Whether you do it online or offline, your question has to broaden. Just because you're holding on to your old way business model, what you're going to do is collapse. Mm. So you should be educating your clients on the ability to have hybrid conferences. Like, think about the potential you're losing out on because now all of a sudden, you know who's going to steal your lunch is not Zoom. Zoom is going to steal some of your lunch, but you know who else is going to steal your lunch is Fortnite. Fortnite has Mm. started now putting conferences together Mm. inside their virtual worlds where... Come on, man, like you're going to eat, you're going to get eaten alive. So I think if you're owner of a business or you have a job or you're doing something in the workplace, think about broadening your question to move away Mm. from your existing business model or the old one. Forget about existing, man, it's folded. It's like, what is the broader question? And so he sent me a PR statement that he'd made around they're now going digital, you know. And again, I said to him, I didn't think the PR thing was good because it was like, we are forced to go digital. No, you're not forced, bro. You were a thought leader. You are one step ahead of it. And now you want to educate your clients and what hybrid looks like. And you were telling me offline about your work, which I think you need to share. Some of it is that we also need to educate people on what the potentiality of this new opportunities are. And in mm-hmm. that place, you become a thought leader and a trusted advisor and a salesperson. So if you're struggling to sell your product, you're selling an old system, you're selling an old solution. Mm-hmm. What is the new version? And you, you t- tell me about like, your team stuff, because that's exactly what you're doing.
0: Dude, you know what, what I, what's been in the back of my mind the whole time is, Reimagine, don't recreate. And it's so difficult to do because even even for myself, like we're, as soon as I start thinking about um, coaching or speaking, the tendency is let's just recreate it online. That, yeah, that's the tendency, you know. Yeah. And I think part of it, and this is really difficult. I think part of it is because we are still attached to that vision that we had of the future. Yeah. And we are still hoping that to some degree things normalize and that yeah. we can just go on the way things were before. Yeah. And we haven't detached. No. And that is, dude.
1: But you know, when so we difficult. do detach, two things will happen. One, yeah. the absolute death of your business. Mm. <laughs> You're forced to detach, right? <laughs> yes. the, the, the second thing is the longer we stay in lockdown, mm. Mm. the more you naturally detach because that familiarity becomes less familiar. And so, but it's yeah.
0: yeah. No okay. but and I agree with you fully that the the longer we are in this space, mm. the more you'll just have to come to the realization and and we I think you know when in the early days we were speaking a lot about the kubler Ross like grieving stages, and mm. I think what we've seen is people just fluctuate back and forth back and forth back and forth, and you'd think that collectively we would kind of emerge at one point where mm. it's like this beautiful. Everyone is on the same level, but it's just not mm-hmm. happening. No. Nah. Everyone is still fluctuating, fluctuating, fluctuating. And I think, you know, like you said, you either get kind of pulled into it or pushed into it. Um, and the death of your business might be you getting pushed into it and you realizing there's a bigger vision might be you getting pulled into it. Um, well, look, I think with... I th-
1: yeah, sorry, carry on.
0: Sorry, now I was going to say, even with hybrid vigor, you know, yeah, this has been a, a, a topic that's so near and dear to my heart. And I've even been thinking, I wondered to what extent... Hybrid vigor is my attachment to working with teams in real life versus me yeah. really saying, you know, I think this is the best for a team. Yeah. And where I'm at at the moment, and, and those are difficult conversations, right? Because they had, like the attachments that we have. At the moment, I think I actually want to push you to be a virtual team. If you can be a distributed team, that's what yeah. you need to do. There yeah. shouldn't be an in-between. The only reason yeah. for you to have an in-between team is if literally mm. all five or 10 of your team members can Mm. meet at the office once a week and they're all in the same Mm. facility Mm. but if that's the case you're also not making the best use of a distributed team where you can hire from all over the world get the best yeah that's the big that's the biggest
1: thing is you're losing out on talent by not doing this
0: Mm. yeah but so so i think a, a hybrid team like that perfect for if you are going to commit to everyone getting to the office at some point But there's no in between where you have some people who are virtually working in the other part of the country, Mm. but you have a remote, we were talking about remote hubs and we'll, we'll talk about that just Mm. now, but you have a a hub somewhere because people feel left out, you know? Yeah. So you almost, it almost feels like you have to go fully into like virtual and reimagine and recreate, not recreate, reimagine and then like, Unless everyone is at the same place, and they can be hybrid, does that make sense? So, like the nuance Absolutely. of of. Uh, but look,
1: of look, look, look. I think I think there's an appetite for all of it, Eric. Mm. Just depends who the client is. Depends who you're talking to. At what point of it are they comfortable doing this? But I think Mm. it's much easier, obviously, to start from scratch designing a business like this. I think the legacy ideas around the old are very tough. And I think Mm. you are also showing your ability to move with the times when you've moved from teams in in offices to hybrid teams to totally autonomous teams. So look, Mm. you are also going through that evolvement, but you're on the cutting edge of the evolvement because you're also having Mm. to help business go through that. So I don't think it's wrong of you. I think it's an evolvement of you. Mm. And, I, you know, like if you read my first book and you read my last book, they're totally different books because it's just an evolvement of my understanding of the world around me. So mm. I don't think there's anything wrong. I think what it is is that how courageous are you and what, what appetite do you have to start designing for the future already? Or are you just mm. a muppet complaining about why the world isn't like it used to be, mm. which is my word of the week, by the way.
0: M- muppet. muppets. <laughs>
1: forget about my word of the year fluid it's now muppets i'm changing my word it's muppets. Muppet
0: at <laughs> yeah, muppet.
1: don't be a muppet at Johnson.com. yeah
0: listen be- before we start wrapping up um what has been your experience with virtual conferences because you've been both on uh, the the receiving side and also on the presenting side of it have you seen anything that's been really good? Uh, something that's sort of kept your interest? That's That's been a step up from a Zoom call?
1: Nothing has kept my interest, 100%. Mm. And I just think that is not because the the conferences are bad. I just think mm. that's who we are as human beings. Mm. I, just, I don't think that is possible anymore. I mean, it's just, unless it's riveting and it's mm. 100% got you in. And that's just content, bro. It's got nothing to do with anything else mm. except... Does the content totally fresh, totally invigorating? And then still, if it is, I can only do it at five to eight minutes at a time and I need to pause to Mm. ingest, digest, recalibrate, rethink, and then go back in. Mm. So I think, again, just to your point where people are taking these linear models and digitizing them, we are now starting to realize that if it's longer than a 10-minute conversation, I mean, a a 10-minute monologue, people are just checking out. Slides, schmides fancy schmancy vr it doesn't matter it's up it's that's not the point the point is our focus point has shifted Mm. and we were i think you and i were speaking about it you know zoom meetings uh, meetings aren't an hour they're half an hour now they're going to be 15 Mm. minute meetings it just shows us our 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 focus point has changed Mm. and so no look the the most interesting webinars i've been on are the ones where i'm speaking and no Mm. i'm kidding i'm kidding so no i i i'm kidding um I often tell to, I often tell organisers. I said, "Have you ever tried speaking to yourself in the mirror for forty-five minutes? It's the worst thing ever. It's like that's what happens <laughs> in a webinar. You are talking to yourself for forty-five minutes? You're like Jesus, dude, why is my nose it so is, skew? What's going really on hard. here?" Like, yeah, it's <laughs> hard. It's hard. It's so hard. <laughs> so I think, look, I think it's evolving. I don't think People anybody's cracked it yet. Yeah. Yeah, people are watching you speak to yourself. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. It's like forget about you think you talking to yourself. People
0: are watching you talk to yourself.
1: Ah, that is hilarious. Yeah. What 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 have you found? I know you also been on a lot of them.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, to be honest, same as you. Um, and I think, you know, again, like, we have to break the shackles of the expectations we had of things, and we have to yeah. just embrace it for what it is now. And yeah. embracing it for what it is now means that people are going to be listening to this podcast while doing something else and yes. that's totally cool and that's fine. Yeah. and so yeah. why do I expect you like on a keynote to be doing this like yeah. f- sitting in front of me watching me like this for yeah. Th- yeah. 30 minutes yeah. like I was listening to a lady who runs webinars um, as as like a business like that's how she's yeah. made money since 2015 yeah. and she was saying my first assumption is that you are multitasking while you're listening to me nice Perfect. Like, yeah. let's start there. And that's great. Yeah. You don't need to have my full attention. You don't need to have me online for eight hours a day to be productive. Mm. Like, we can reimagine our relationship with time and with output and with the attention needed and all. Attention. The- and- I
1: think it's attention. Yeah. I think yeah. it's that reimagining attention. It's like, yeah. How do we want to actually take in information? And if you think about it, books went to Audible and then Audible went to podcasts and then podcasts became Blinkist and then Blink, I mean, look <laughs> it, brrr, down to a Neuralink. And I just put my finger into a plug and upgrade myself to whatever it is what I was going to listen to on a TED mm. Talk for 20 minutes, because mm. even 20 minutes is long. Mm. So, yeah, it's just, you know, it's our, it's our, it's our recalibration um, of time. That's yeah. also what's happening here, you know? It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. If you
0: can, if you can embrace it and let go of how things were, it's amazing. And I, I hope that many people come with us on this journey, um, as we also figure it out and what, while, we
1: uh, struggle with it. <laughs> while we struggle <laughs> while with we it, while we struggle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because um, we are struggling with it. Yeah.
0: Good news is I saw the, like the, the CEO of Barclays, I think, um, saying mm-hmm. how like they, they pretty much never going back to shoving 7,000 people into a building. So, you know, mm. once the big guys start moving on this. I well,
1: think. American Express has done that. Yeah. Optus, uh, the Australia's biggest telco has done that. 8,000 mm. staff. Mm. So I think forget about rental. Forget about commute. Forget about, yes. just think about yeah. health. Let's just worry about health firstly. Like even that, that sort of like being in that space. Somebody was saying they went and opened up their restaurants at one table. Come in. And it's just because people are scared, you know. It's just I, I was gonna say, it, dude. Like, it,
0: yeah. Even if even if the coronavirus is sorted, to when do we psychologically start feeling it's okay again yeah. to be around other people, especially in groups, big groups?
1: Well, look, I mean, you t- you 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 engage, dude. I I I'm, I need to start dating again. So like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna go on a date. Like, forget about STDs. Like, forget about any of those things. Like, do you have? Are you gonna kill me with Corona? <laughs> So yeah, I, yeah, there's, a, there's a lot Dude, to be there's a lot to be discovered
0: obviously Fortnite that's where you need to be spending all your time about dating okay uh, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, be dating yeah, yeah.
1: 12 year old boys bro that's not my cup of tea <laughs> 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 it's not my game it's not my game uh, cool we'll leave it okay. on, on that note yeah uh, <laughs> let's leave it on that on that, high, on that low point on that low point <laughs>